Hello, everybody, and indeed, welcome to another edition of the Chicago Tony V Show. Specifically, welcome to episode 199, 199, for Monday, November 15th, 2021. Let's get a little music going. Holy cow, episode 199. Now, uh, today is going to be a uh, kind of a weird show right out of the gate. Okay, for a couple reasons. Let me set the tone for everybody involved. All you live people and all you Spotify people. So what's going on is this. I am recording the show right now a full hour earlier than normal. Why would the Big Diesel be doing this, you ask? Well, here's why. My calendar got a... There's a very rare Monday morning meeting on my calendar. I never have meetings on Monday. So this caught me off guard. I, it's actually a miracle that I noticed it. I am shocked as hell that I'm actually, I have organized my life now so that I can make that meeting. Not only is it a rare Monday morning meeting, but it's uh, like two hours from my house. So all hell has broken loose. I had to uh, call an audible. And of course, you, you know me, I don't like missing shows. I don't like it. It's not my jam. So I thought about it last night, thought about it, and it's like, all right, I'll do the show early. Now, I'm going to say right up front, especially for any of you live pepperoni people, anyone in the live stream today, you immediately get 1,000 extra credit points. These will be added to your to your pepperoni bank accounts. I guarantee, okay, because this is above and beyond. 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I suppose it could be said that if you were in the live stream this morning, maybe maybe you've got some problems. Maybe this is really becoming sort of cultish. By the way, I want to uh, wish Amber Glow's kidlet get well soon. One of her one of her uh, little bambinos is not feeling well this morning. We're a family, okay? That's how it goes. Oh, also off the top of my head, of course, this is intel that I've sucked out of the pepperoni discord. Did anyone notice? Did anyone notice that uh, our very own Yak Horseman, he's working on a show. He posted something up on the discord. I just noticed it this morning as I was kicking around. Very, very interesting. He posted a, a request that people, I guess, record questions for him. I find this very interesting. And when I get a little time, I'm going to I'm going to do just that. I can't not be involved in a Yak Horseman show, whatever it is. Is it going to be a live stream? Knowing Yak it probably is. I can't wait for that. I can't wait to talk to him about that. Anyway, so today's going to be weird. It's also going to be a shortened show. I have just 30 minutes. I got to cut out at 6:30. Um so it's going to be shortened. There's going to be no one in the live stream, which is going to be weird for me. We're still not in uh, uh, Reddit. <laughs> we still don't have Reddit working again. This is actually turning into a nightmare. And what else can I update you on? Oh, just in general, the big diesel. We're going to see. Uh, we're going to see what I'm like as a uh, wartime consigliere. Okay, and what I mean by that is. Uh, the, I already I missed two shows last week because of a uh, let's just call it some major tur turmoil 
in my life. Robo Kitty, God bless Robo Kitty. She's in the house. Hold on. Good to see you, Robo Kitty. It might be just Robo and I this morning. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, she says, uh, Robo says, yeah, Tone, what's going on with the Reddit? It just won't work. Well, uh, okay, here's what's going on, Robo Kitty. I still, I still have this working thesis that all that happened is my software messed up and it needs to be removed and reinstalled. Now, what has happened is now, and Vincenzo and I had a plan to get that fixed this weekend. Okay. Now, um, some of you might recall Vincenzo is a complete fucking dipshit. That's number one. I love the kid. He's lovely. He's not playing with a full deck. But number two, there's a, um, uh, there's this, uh, as, as I kind of alluded to earlier, there's a super, super secret uh, project that uh, I'm undergoing in my, in my personal life that um, is really throwing a monkey wrench into everything. So, and I'm working an awful lot on this, uh, on this little side project that's been thrust upon me. So I didn't even, so, so this weekend is not Vincenzo's fault. Full disclosure, my fault, because I got tied up in this uh, project. What was the name of the project uh, where they created the atom bomb? Why can't I retrieve that in my old decrepit brain? I don't know. So anyway, today's going to be shortened because I got a meeting two hours away, which is a big pain in the ass. And, um... It's going to be mostly mailbag because I, I have some. I missed two shows last week. The mailbag is building up. So if you love mailbag, if you hate mailbag, whatever, it's going to be a mailbag show for until 630. T minus 24 minutes. Robo, are you working today or are you off still today? I really hope that you're off, but it's hard to say. It's the me and Robo show. If you want to call in and do mailbag, feel free. All right, I'm going to get right to it. Going to get right to it. Uh, first letter. Oh, by the way, anyone that wants to send a letter into the show, feel free. The uh, email, send it to Chicago Tony V, like vegetable, at gmail.com. Okay? Okay. All right, first letter. Hey, Tony, good job on your weight loss. You can see the difference on camera. Oh, that's nice. In terms of what you eat, do you strictly plan it every day? Do you make it up as you go along? Do you cheat? What will you eat today? Keep up the great work. This is from Jenny from Iowa City, Iowa. Isn't that where, uh, that's Iowa University, right? Or University of Iowa? Are you in college, Jenny? God bless you. Thank you for noticing. Thanks, thanks for the nice comments. Um, okay, the way I would, uh, first of all, I'm just another bozo on the bus. And, uh, oh, I'm not the only bozo on the bus. It turns out Robo Kitty's a bozo on the bus, too. Robo says, I'm working in the first day without a car or bike, so I'm taking the bus. Oh, Robo, God love you. I hope you have a great day at work today, dear. I really wish I could do a full show this morning. I really do. This hurts my heart, but at least, you know, these Chicago tanks in the house. Two. Good morning. So anyway, I was saying to our dear uh, Jenny from Iowa City, Iowa. Okay, I want to preface this. 
I am no diet guru. As a matter of fact, I'm a fat dude. That's probably what it's going to say on my headstone. It's going to say something like, see, I told you I was fat. Uh, I'll be in one of those piano cases. They'll have to bury me in, in like a piano case by the end of this whole thing. But it is true. I've been, um, I've been, uh, I've had a string of a little bit of success. I'm almost at about 20 pound weight loss now with this low carb thing. So anyway, grain of salt, what I'm about to say. So I would say what I'm doing food wise, I would say it's, it's, uh, it has, it has very strict guardrails. So like there's things I won't, like I don't eat any processed sugar. I just won't do it. Um, you know, I, it's very low carb. So I, I haven't had any pasta, no potatoes, no rice, things like that. Um, I pretty much have been eating meat and vegetables and you know what? It's been going swimmingly. So let's see, do you say, do I cheat? No, I don't, I don't cheat. Uh, oh, here's part of your question. Do I plan it every day or do I make it up as I go along? Well, I'm a pretty poor planner. I'm a pretty poor planner. And so what I do is I try to stock my kitchen so that I'm prepared. So I'm going to the butcher shop probably every other day. Those guys know me. They love me now. I'm there all the time. I always keep uh, also a very nice uh, uh, stock of uh, lettuce. I, I What I eat pretty much every day, basically, is a big cabbage salad and uh, usually beef. Sometimes it's fish. Sometimes it's both. And so... I have strict guardrails. I keep the kitchen stocked, but then I I try to be flexible. I try to be flexible. See, Tank is like me. He says, I head to the store damn near every day. I need fresh bread. Yeah, that's kind of what I do. I need I need my fresh produce. I like fresh cabbage. So I'm going almost every other day to get more cabbage, more beef, more whatever been eating a lot of salmon anyway now but I do need to be flexible so today as I said I've got a meeting like two hours away from my house so I'm gonna be out somewhere and they're probably gonna want to do lunch it'll be one of those business lunch deals so I'm gonna be in a restaurant and I'm gonna I'm gonna have to make it work make it work so I'll just make it work. So it's this weird combo of yes, strict, but flexible. If I hope that makes sense. I don't know. We'll see. All right. Next question. Dear Tony, as a podcaster, what do you think explains the amazing numbers that the Joe Rogan podcast gets? From what I understand, his viewership is far, far greater than places like CNN and Fox News. How is this possible? This is from Ed G. Uh, yes, I have actually heard that. And I, and to be totally honest, I mean, I was kind of surprised. I heard something, there was a scuttlebutt about, you know, did he use the horse dewormer, et cetera, et cetera. CNN kept calling it, you know, he was using, uh, I don't know. Am I allowed to say, am I allowed to say, uh, 
medication names on on the internet or will the overlords I don't even know I don't know what the rules are anymore anyway there was a big scuttlebutt and I heard as part of the scuttlebutt I heard it said that Joe Rogan has like 10 times the audience that CNN has I don't know how accurate that is I'm not entirely sure but uh, I wouldn't be surprised. And so why is that, you ask? I mean, yes, for a for a podcast, for what I understand about podcasting and all that stuff, obviously Joe Rogan is like way on the one end of the bell curve and he's, everybody knows him and he's, you know, whatever. He's huge. He's the biggest. The biggest and the baddest. I think uh, if I had to put my finger on it, you know, he got in pretty early. He's been doing this for a pretty long time. He had uh, a really nice springboard. I mean, he was he was on TV. He was on. He did that sitcom with that Andy Dick dude, aptly named. I can't remember what the uh, news radio maybe. So he's on a sitcom. He does all the UFCs. So he, he he had a platform already, and I think that was a great springboard for his podcast. But here's something maybe you wouldn't think about. Okay. I'm just going to throw out there. Um, I see, uh, uh, Joe Rogan is actually trying to tell the truth, and and he does it in a, a deep dive way. I think in this way, I think in this way, it shows that people are hungry for information, like real real information. Obviously, places like CNN, what are they? They are uh, part of the propaganda system. All right? And with this Joe Rogan scuttlebutt about that uh, medical intervention that they're trying to say is only for uh, my friend Flicka, Robo says, you know what? After they tried to roast Joe Rogan with that horse dewormer bullshit, he's bigger than ever. I'm sure that's true. It probably... It probably backfired, and Tank is right. He was on Fear Factor as well. So, uh, by the way, look at all these. All you pepperonis get a thousand extra credit points in in your pepperoni account. The show is an hour earlier. You people are amazing to me. Um, Tank says there's nowhere to get an unbiased news. I think that's uh, yes, nearly true. Nearly, I, I think there's a little bit of independent journalism that's still uh, doing okay. But I, to me, this is heartwarming, actually, that Joe Rogan is doing better than CNN. Far better. This is heartwarming. This is what you get. This gives me faith that at least some of the people know that they're just being straight up lied to. It's not just about this shit. It's fuck. I mean, it goes way back, way back, whatever. All right, I'll get off my soapbox. Okay, next question. Let's see, T minus 15 minutes. It's going to be a short show. I'm sorry. Dear Tony, have you ever heard of this area in Turkey called Gobekli Tepe? Yes, I have. It's an ancient ruin which puts into doubt several of the assumptions about what hunter-gatherers were able to do. Do you have any opinion on this? Is it a lost civilization? Is it aliens? What do you think? This is from Brendan from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. First of all, uh, well, thank you for your letter, Brendan. Isn't it kind of interesting? Here we have a dude from Milwaukee who's very curious about this 
archaeological site in Turkey. And uh, I, that's just a sign of the times we live in. It's fascinating. And I think, speaking of Joe Rogan, I think even Joe Rogan is, he's like big on, he likes to talk about this, right? Um, I mean, I don't know a ton about it. I think it's interesting that, uh, I think it's fascinating to see the, the you know, quote unquote scientists and archaeologists and stuff sort of, there seems to be some sort of power struggle. And I think just like anything else, there's a certain group of academics that, that likes to maintain control of the official narrative or the, you know, and, uh, and I think that's kind of bad. So I like guys like, who is it? Graham Hancock? Is he the chariots of chariots of the gods guy? He's kind of coming at these archeological things from more of a just creative kind of mystical angle. Let's think outside the box. I think that's good too. But I think you got to balance the two. I think hopefully between the hardcore scientists and the visionaries like Graham Hancock, somewhere in the middle is maybe closer to the truth. I, from what I know of the site, I mean, yeah, it's amazing. It's uh, it's like 12,000 years old, something like that. It's, it's 2,000 years older than the pyramids, I think. It's... Um, and, and, and I think there's this, you know, scuttlebutt about science would have told us hunter-gatherers can't erect something like this. They're too busy hunt, hunting for roots and berries. Uh, but then, but at the Gobekli Tepe site, there's, there's no, um, there's no, there's no evidence of like, uh, farming. So they were hunter-gatherers. Oh my gosh, Sofa, Sofa, Sofa. You get the 1,000 extra credit points inserted into your pepperoni account. Sofa, way to, way to come to this early abridged show. I'm very impressed. So anyway, um, I, I passed that. I mean, I have no opinion. I don't think it's aliens. I think it's like people a long, long time ago. And... I think it's also weird, like, I've heard that only a 10% of the site is excavated. I think that's pretty weird. Why don't they dig out more? Hasn't it been? It was discovered, what, in... When was it discovered? Does someone know? Around 2000, something like that. Anyway, I think, I think uh, time will tell. Time will tell. Let's see, next letter. All right, T-minus 11 minutes. Uh, dear Tony, if turkeys ran out this year, here, turkey again. Gobekli Tepe is in Turkey. Anyway, dear Tony, if turkeys ran out this year, what would be the main dish for Thanksgiving this year? I haven't bought my turkey yet, and for some reason I'm getting nervous that they will run out. This is from Ed from Shreveport, Louisiana. Well, you know what? I don't even have plans to eat turkey this year, although it's... Uh, low carb I'm gonna have Thanksgiving with my dear old mom Mrs. V 80 year old Mama V and I think I'm gonna bring some steaks I think that's gonna be the main thing steaks so I don't even think we're doing turkey 
Tank's going to do a ham or a roast. Very nice. I think that um, I, I sometimes like those, you know, off the beaten path thing. Like one thing I would love to do for Thanksgiving one year, if I had my druthers, if I was making, I'd probably make meatballs. That'd be my main thing. And I'm not talking turkey meatballs. I'm talking meatball meatballs. So anyway, steaks this year. I'm not even doing a turkey. You can do it. Steaks. You'll pay, you know, $9,000 a pound or whatever. Who knows what it's getting up to. How, how soon before we have the wheelbarrows full of cash, right? To go freaking buy a Snickers bar? I don't know. All right, next letter. Dear Tony, have you ever thought of starting up like a low-carb support group? It seems like you are on your way to some great success. Don't jinx me now. I'll bet there are a bunch of people who would love to join you on this journey, myself included. Keep up the great work. This is from Shannon M. (laughs) Well, you know what? Early in the show, this makes me remember. I don't know if any of you guys remember. Um, I I made the comment. I was on a little bit of a jag trying to uh, lose weight years ago not years ago months ago early in the show it was like let's say month three you know we're in month 11 now and i made i made some cracks about uh you know the big diesel's diet club or something like that i don't know i i've been very um surprised to see how many pepperonis have done this uh low carb thing like our very own salty was talking to him on the discord yesterday and he reminded me even he, he and his wife lost a bunch of weight. Uh, Amber Glow, Robo Kitty. I mean, uh, so this is a very common thing. I think it would be fun if we could have, I wonder how that would be organized. We, we could have like a, like a standing, well, I don't know. What do you do? Low carb conference call. Sofa Sofa says coffee steaks for Thanksgiving one day. I looked up some videos for you, Sofa. People are trying to make the stupidest shit in these coffee makers. It's ridiculous. One of these days, I'll I'll play the video on here. But uh, rest assured, see they're 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 taking this too far. It turns out cooking with a Mr. Coffee is a pain in the ass, from what I can tell. Tank's music homework is Neil Diamond's "Sweet Caroline." What a jam. You cannot be sad listening to that song. Can't be sad. (laughs) Sofa, you're a nut job. I don't even know what you're saying. An old guy like me, I can't decipher this message at all. Anyway. Yes, I'll get back on Reddit, Sofa. I know it's going to happen. I can't be denied. I'm a VIP. Anyway, Shannon, uh, uh, if I ever, you know, do the low-carb, whatever, the Big Diesel's low-carb hangout, I'll let you know. All right, next letter. Dear Tony, I'm a junior in high school, and thank you very much for reading my letter. Here's what I'd like your thoughts on. I hate homework. I've always hated homework. It's been nothing but a struggle for me. It's not a struggle intellectually, but more like spiritually. Here's what I mean. 
I feel like when I get out of school, I finally get a little bit of my God-given time back. But then here comes homework to take more of that time away. So I see school life as sort of this silent crime. Most of my own time has been stolen by the system that everyone seems to go along with. My dad and I recently got into a huge fight because of my grades. He told me I'm lazy because I don't consistently do my homework. Is this true? Does it automatically mean I'm lazy? How do I get him to see this another way? Thank you for your insights. This is from Pat from New Albany. What is that, New York? He just says New Albany. Is it New Albany, New York? Pat, first of all, beautiful letter. You've learned something. You've constructed a very nice letter. Um, so good job. You're learning something now. So, and you're not crazy. In my mind, you're, you've assessed this situation very well. You know, the tricky thing about school is, um, I think a lot of people feel the way you feel, Pat, but the tricky thing is, as you said in your letter, everyone goes along with this situation where we're sequestering kids for whatever it is, 15,000 hours of their life, you know, their formative years. Here, go sit around with all these strangers and have them have them put the, informa- the, the information in your brain and uh, while your parents are off doing something else. If you think about it, it's really a crazy system. But um, there's good news, Pat. Good news. I actually have an, a total, very clear path for you to get your dad to understand. So there's an author. I've talked about him on the show several times. John Taylor Gatto. Uh, this dude is, I think, the best historian on how the hell did this Western education system come about and why does it suck so bad John Taylor Gatto he passed away a couple three years ago he was tremendous the book you want to read if you really want read any of his books and it's going to give you insight but he his most famous book is uh the underground history of American education It's going to, first of all, for you, Pat, it's going to answer your own questions about why does this suck so bad? And why doesn't, why is everyone going along with this? What the hell? Am I crazy? No, you're not crazy. Read his book. But then what you do is then you give it to your dad. And here's what you do to get him hooked. Say, Dad, I read this book cover to cover, and I want you really to read it, Pat. This is your actual homework. Read it cover to cover. And, and say, Dad, I, I this book is really, really intriguing. I've read it. I think he'll be pre- impressed too. It wasn't even a sign for homework. I just read it. Dad, will you read it? Because I'd like to talk to you about this. Let's discuss it. That's going to impress him enough to read it. And then there's going to be a light bulb. You can't read that book and not get it. And then it's going to give your dad perspective. Oh, yeah, school does suck. And here's why. And maybe here's a way out of it. So Tank says, I never did my homework. I did enough to squeak by every year and it's more stress than it was worth. I was kind of the same way. I, I uh, got pretty good grades. And uh, but I didn't. Uh, it, I hated school. I hated school. I didn't work very hard at it, but I did pretty well. Tank says, ask your dad how many times 
his bosses and customers ask his GPA when they want something done. This is absolutely true. That's one of the big secrets that uh, kids aren't told. No one's going to ask you your GPA down the line. That's the way it goes. Let's see. 628. Oh, man. Let, can I fit one more in? Okay, a short one. And I got to go pretty much real soon. Dear Tony, if you could leave the country and live somewhere else for the next 10 years, where would it be? What would be the factors making up your decision? This is from Johnny K. Um, okay. If I could leave the country, um, it would be somewhere in South America. Uh, because I want to stay on generally the same kind of time as uh, the rest of my family and friends. Somewhere in South America. And I speak Spanish as well. So that that is well suited. I would want to go somewhere that um, I could probably hide out in re relative obscurity. I'd want uh, like a piece of farmland on a river somewhere in the boonies of somewhere like Uruguay. Something like that. Maybe Mexico maybe parts of Mexico. I would go there because I want to be left alone. So I wouldn't go to a place like Canada. I wouldn't go to uh, certainly not Australia. Sorry to my Australian listeners. Um, a lot of places are um, getting, it's getting real, real. It's getting real goofy. And basically I want to be left alone. That's what I really want. And so I, I, somewhere in South America, now it's a total crapshoot. Uh, I, I, I actually ask myself this all the time. Should I flee? But where I, what I keep coming, coming back to is like, well, my home field, even though it looks like it's getting cray cray, like it's real, real. It's like, it's where I know, it's the territory I know. If I went down to South America, I'd be, I just don't know it. I'm kicking myself. I've, you know, I, I should have been going down there for the past 10 years. I should have, I should already have a property down there. I'm kicking myself. Anyway, that's my answer, Johnny K. Where would you go if you were going down south? <laughs> Tank says, Australia is where the devil keeps his pets. Yes, I would not go to Australia either. Oh, Tank has a good idea. I'd move to an island somewhere. This is very interesting. It's an interesting concept. Um, I think that could really work. Again, to me, the goal is I want to go somewhere where I'm just left alone. Can you just please leave me alone? Don't bring your jackboots to uh, wherever I'm staying and just, just, just let me catch some fish and uh, grow some vegetables and do my show. <laughs> Give me some internet. Anyway, people, God bless you for joining me on this early show. I really appreciate it. Thank you for your letters. Have a tremendous day. Have a good start to your week. We're coming up on Thanksgiving here. It's exciting. Um, I will see you tomorrow morning at the regular time. God willing. And uh, in the meantime, I just want to remind you, I love you guys. I like you guys. And, uh... Don't take any shit from anybody, okay? Okay, see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.